0: Combos, we gon' show you how the world goes. AG's combos, we gon' show you how the world goes. AG's combos, we gon' show you how the world goes. Take a look at the world we live in, it. it's falling apart. Put the flash, muscle, and guns, but don't show hard Time to spark a conversation, let that be a lesson. Uh, Speak uh, the truth in the booth, call it confession. Uh, change of oppression links us together. Uh, Any stormy weather, red, blue, black, yeah, or white, yeah, we can fight better. It's AG combos, pay attention. Make mix, break, change. Yeah that's, the yeah, that's the mission. I said, yeah, that's the mission. Yeah, that's the mission. AG's combos.
1: what's up everybody welcome back to ag's convos you're on the mic with ag himself in the pcb studios with mr ken smith what up do what's happening brother not much brother good to see you again man yes, sir crazy times crazy times crazy times at the gb entertainment facilities yes
0: sir we we getting things done. We getting a lot week though, by man. week. Yeah, man. Before it's over, we, we'll be we'll be gonna, in it. It's gonna be <laughs> it's
1: gonna be balls to the wall. Is what be it's be gonna be.
0: Right? We all in though.
1: Yeah, man. I uh, I try not to toot my own horn too much, but today's a big day, man. I got my uh, certification off yes, finalized sir. today, so the official. We got some credentials to go along with the clauses and the claims and the. Yeah, the suggestions that we making, man, we uh, we just want to make sure that everybody know what they getting when they spend money with us, and you're not getting just some half ass effort. You know, you got some yeah, man. skilled individuals.
0: Yeah, I just finished midterms. So, yeah, how'd that go? I got an A. Got you got an A. I'm on, my, on my midterm, Giving them that flowers. Was, that was, that Round was a Round of applause. Yeah, man, I, I, I got through that. Now it's time to get into the meat. And and, and potatoes and everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, first half was more of a, you know what I'm saying, eye-opener. Right. You know what I'm saying? Stuff I really already was into. Some stuff that I already kind of knew. Right. Stuff I didn't know. You know what I'm saying? Just A little learning. But this one is like the meat and potatoes. Like, this is about to make you an audio engineer in the second half. And I already know it's about to be serious. So, I'll be... More tunnel vision this second half, this next three months.
1: It's just crazy to believe you are already fifty percent of the way through the process, dude. Yeah. I, I mean, it felt like it was just yesterday that I said I was going. to You was school. talking about I'm going to school. and Dave was saying, "What you doing that for?" Right, right, you know, right. He hates hate silly. He loved to hear that, but right. he hate to hear that. He <laughs> 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 gonna be happy you did it here in about six months when you yeah, when you got man. all of them credentials hanging up on the wall at the studio. I mean,
0: you can't beat it six months and you learn. Basically, the game of audio engineering, that's a great kind of program. I mean, compared to going to school for four years. Right. And, I mean, of course, in four years, you probably learn way more. Right. But it ain't what you – you take out of that what you want to learn. But, see, if you do this program, it's like they give you exactly what you need to know. Right. And not all that. Bullshit that you really don't ever, you're never gonna use.
1: And, and you know, the other part about it that makes it so resourceful is the fact that you are already in it. Yeah, you know I what already I mean? It's not it. like you're, you know, an ex baseball player trying to become an audio engineer. You know what I mean? So yeah. you can do an accelerated class. You don't it don't take four years to hone in a skill that you've already developed. I've
0: already been doing it. Everything that they talk about, I've already kind of put my hands on it, right. just didn't know what it was. Exactly. Now I know and I'm like, oh. Wow, never knew that was there. I mean, I knew that button was there. I just never pushed it. Right. You know what I'm saying
1: like Right. And Don't now push the telling red button. me what that button is. Right.
0: Like that button is for this and it can save your life.
1: Right. <laughs> yeah, that's the crazy part about it, man. So it's cool that you'll actually be able to take yeah, some yeah. of that extra intellect into the process. Kind of same thing with me, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. He I've he been coaching. Yeah. I've been doing it for as long as I can remember. I just didn't call it that, you know what I yeah. mean? And once I started doing it for my job or, you know, for pay, then I just honed that skill, mm-hmm. you know, and now I have a way to actually monetize that title yeah. and to make it a part of my credentials, not just something that I'm comfortable doing. And I've got a lot more intellect behind it. There's a lot more purpose behind what I'm doing. And I'm I'm super excited to put it to work, man. man really... I'm,
0: I'm excited to put mine to work, too. Yeah. I can't wait till it's all said and done and I'm really in there just doing my thug thizzle and right. Telling people, back up, get off me. I'm doing something. <laughs> you know what I'm
1: saying? So for the individuals listening that might actually start to uh, put some stock and effort into GB Entertainment, just know you're getting both sides of the marketing yeah. and the business and the execution and the recording and the all of it. You're yeah. getting everything you need at a single source. You know what I mean? And I think that's the beauty of what we're trying to put together. One-stop shop, baby. One-stop shopping. I don't care yes, what sir. it is you're trying to get going. But that ain't what we're here to talk about today. We could talk about us when you show up at the bit. <laughs> <clears throat> what I really wanted to do today, man, was really put some more um, context on our last conversation. So, you know, to all the faithful listeners, as usual, we definitely appreciate you. We appreciate the love, the feedback, the listens, the, the rah-rahs, the cheering, and the Uh, The shots, you know, I get shots every so often. I hadn't heard a lot yet from this one, so that's a pretty good sign. But uh, for those who did listen last week, I had my daughter and her best friend on, Maya and Izzy. Uh, They gave us some insight into a 20-year-old's life. You know what I mean? Something that many of us have already experienced. Many of us as parents are already dealing with. But I was just really, really curious to hear their purpose. And their logic, and their decision-making process. Yeah. And um, mainly because, you know, there's a lot of things that my daughter is doing that I wouldn't do if I were her. Yeah. And there's a lot of things that she's not doing that I think she should have been doing a long time ago. And, you know, the the reason why this is a part two to that episode is because I believe that if you're going to get people to floor to allow them to talk... You don't interrupt them in the process of doing it. No, you know. No. So I wasn't there to challenge anything my daughter said, and I'm still not going to challenge their positions. Um, I just believe that we need to add some perspective from the per, from the direction or from the angle of the parent. Yeah, you know, because now that she's gotten certain things off her chest uninterrupted. And so did he uninterrupted. You know, we know now why you are the way you are, why you think the way you think, as it relates to the three issues we talked about. And for anybody that didn't listen, that was really more just the mindset of becoming an adult, the impact of society, social media, and some of the other things that they deal with and their expectations of us as parents and, their, and our involvement in their development process. That's, mm-hmm. Those are the three elements we kind of touched on. Um, and I don't want to rebut anything they said, but I do want to speak to a couple of the, uh, perspectives they gave. And first off, um, you know, they had a lot of input and a lot of feedback, uh, regarding the sense of urgency that they feel as young adults as subjected upon them by us, their parents. Um, if you remember, one of the things that they both were pretty adamant about stating was, we don't feel the pressure y'all felt as 20 year olds. You know, Our parents aren't pushing us out of the door and forcing us to be individuals and to stand up for ourselves. We have a little bit more leisure in that respect. And while that is true, that don't necessarily make it the best case scenario. Right. And
0: you can't you can't put that as all right. We don't have the pressures. We don't have the same things. the The same things y'all had to go through. We don't have to go through. It ain't that y'all don't have to go through it. Right. Y'all don't want to go through it. Right. Y'all don't. Y'all don't feel like it's it's something that y'all need to go through. But maybe it's the rite of passage. You might have to go through it just because. You know what I'm saying? Exactly.
1: And what I want to make sure of is. And I talked to my daughter after this episode finished. You know, I understand why you don't feel the pressure, but don't use that as justification for not making the effort. Yeah. Because regardless of how much time and effort you put into getting to where I am, you have to get there. You have to become 30, 40 years old. Oh, it's yeah. going to happen. Oh, yeah. And by the time you reach those stages in life, you have to have certain elements and certain responsibilities accomplished and certain you know, resources available to you, things that I can't get for you. So, yeah, you could take your time getting there, but you got to get there. And the longer it take you to get there, the harder it's going to be to get there. And that's the part that I think that I think that's kind of the disconnect between these generations, ours and theirs. And obviously, there is a generation in between us that maybe get it a little bit more. But, you know, we, we they. Every generation in between two seems to have this 50 50 split. Yeah. You know, some of them lean towards us, some of them lean towards them. And there's a lot more inner conflict with that group than there is with us or with them because they can still associate kind of in both directions. But I think by us being that much further removed from our children, it's harder to sell that concept of don't waste time. Right. Because there's somebody above them saying, well, you kind of can. You shouldn't, but you kind of can. We're saying you can't. They're saying maybe you can, and we're then they're saying we can't. You know what I mean? So there's all these layers of obstruction that we have to get through as parents to make sure our kids aren't stalling their own development. Yeah. You know. And one of my best friends, you know, she said, you know, I think part of the problem is the fact that, in the for the most part, we grew up poor, so there was a survival instinct that we were. Regardless of what our parents told us to do or not told us to do, we felt the need to get ahead of the curve before we got swallowed up by the past. Right. So we took it upon ourselves in a lot of cases to have that extra drive and to pursue that extra element of independence where these guys are saying, well, if you're not going to make me do it, I'm not going to make me do it. You know what I mean? You've got all of these accolades and all of this resource available to me now that you didn't have because you worked that much harder to not end up where you came from, which gave me a, a head start or a launching pad that you didn't have. I'm just using it. Yeah. What, what's the problem with me using what you made available but to the me? The
0: problem is is that you're using that launch pad, but it that launch pad is not there for you to Stall out on your greatness, though. That's you know what exactly it. Like yeah. you're, you're, you can be great. If I'm great, and it took me I don't know how long to be great, I'm great. Right. <laughs> if I make kids, I want my kids to be great early.
1: Right. That I way, great
0: <laughs> You want to? I want you to be greater than me, but I want you to do it earlier than I right. ever did it. So by the time you become my age, it's like, dude, you could be the greatest. You're the greatest at whatever you do right. because. You took you you took my work ethic, and used it to your best ability. Something exactly. that you taught you were taught by me, or you you saw me doing. Exactly. Instead of just looking at me and be like, "Oh, my daddy worked hard. I ain't gotta work I as hard." Ain't gotta hard.
1: work as hard, right?
0: You know what I'm saying? Like I can still be successful. I can still get a good job. I can still do this and do that and make little accomplishments here and there. Mm-hmm. But I don't have to like try to outdo him. And it's not just trying to outdo me. It's just how are you gonna be a better Utah?
1: And you know, what's what's funny about this whole concept is we we talk about the racial divide pretty often. And I think that in a lot of cases, people from poor black communities or impoverished black communities see white families that have these resources that they don't have as being established and maybe bougie rich even even though all they have is some of the marginal things that life have to offer. Right. But the difference is there's a sense of urgency to actually maintain and add to that. And I think that becomes the groundwork of building that. So instead of it being, you know, Hey, look, we're poor, right? So I got $20 in the bank. You could take this $20, go buy a bus pass and hopefully find you a better job. So I'm gonna take that 20, spend 10, get this bus pass and I'm gonna work my butt off. And by the time I get to where you at, I'm gonna have $1,000 in the bank, right? And I'm gonna teach that same work effort to my children and they're gonna take a hundred of that thousand by a car. And by the time they get to where I'm at, they're gonna have a hundred thousand in the bank and they're Mm -hmm. constantly building on the foundation. So for somebody to say, well, I don't have to work as hard as you did, now I got that thousand in the bank, you go take twenty-five and buy another bus pass. Right. You know what I mean? You'll be lucky to have five thousand in the bank or two thousand in the bank by the time you get to my point. So I think it's that it's that drive, that constant pursuit of of more cushion that makes us feel like, wow, they got it made and we don't. Well, no, not necessarily. They just realize that if I don't use what I have to get to where I need to be, then I'm gonna be stuck with what I have. Yeah. And that means whoever comes after me is only gonna have whatever I have left. And that's the, that's the concept, that's the mindset we have to get away from yeah. in our society as it relates to us constantly growing on top of ourselves. Yeah. And yeah. I think that, you know, again, these kids, they don't necessarily see it that way because they know that at the flip of a dime, they could be millionaires. Yeah. And they feel like, well, I don't have to rush. I just have to apply myself when it's necessary. Well, there's a lot you have to do. It takes so much effort to even create that opportunity for yourself.
0: Yeah. And everything ain't about money, though.
1: And it's not. Like, like right. it,
0: it, I mean, being wealthy or, or having mm-hmm. money is not the pursuit of happiness. You know what I'm exactly. saying? Like, you you get the money and then what? You know what right. I'm saying? Like what? What? You can have all the money in the world and be the dumbest person on the planet. Right. And then what? Then everybody looking at you like they gimme, give gimme, give gimme. Give you're right. giving out all this money. Right. You got all these friends that you think that you're friends, but is they only around because you got all this money? And
1: when it's gone, so. And when they. it's
0: gone, it's over with, and you have nothing to show for it. You right. know what I'm saying? So. It's easy to get rich in these day and times for these younger people, but at the end of the day, like, what are you doing with the money or what are you doing with yourself to accomplish goals
1: I'm personally? Beyond that, right? You know what I'm
0: saying? Like, personally. Because you can, I, I'm, like I said, it, you can be a millionaire overnight nowadays. It's not really that hard. Mm-hmm. It, it's hard, but if you know what you're doing, you can do it. And it's a, it's a great thing to do. But then you come to realize everybody got money. So if everybody got money, you ain't Mm -hmm. really standing out no more.
1: The other thing to add to that, though, is if you didn't take the time to really study how to maintain that money and what to do with it so that you don't lose it, then it's just money. It's just There's no intellect. There's no purpose that comes with it. So it's like, okay, here's a million bucks. Congratulations. Well, I never went to school. I never studied stocks. I have no idea what to invest in. I have no idea how to save it. I don't know how much I can give away and survive. I don't know how much I need to survive. So I'm going to just let this sit here and spend what I think is necessary. And then when it comes time to me, you know, to need more, then I'll go out and earn more. Well, guess what? That could be tomorrow if you don't know what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And making that million... Is going to be hard enough. Keeping that million is the challenge, it's the challenge. and repeating it it's
0: really the challenge. is
1: is the 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 mountain yeah. And I think that's where I worry about that generation because I don't see them pursuing. I shouldn't say the generation. There's there's certain mindsets within that generation that doesn't feel the need to pursue that knowledge to sustain what they've earned. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you earned it congratulations. Do you know how to keep it? Nope. Okay. You think you can earn it again? Because I can guarantee you can't do the same thing you did last time and make the same million bucks okay. because it's been done at this point. It's been done. So that's, that's the the part that I tried to drill in my daughter's head. You can be as successful as opportunity allows you to be, but you're only going to be as wealthy or as comfortable or as stable as your effort Allows you to be, mm-hmm. and that effort is the part that you need to build on every single day. So I don't care how much freedom you have to take your time. Don't ever allow yourself to get lazy.
0: Yeah, and, and that's that's a big thing. <clears throat> um, these young people, um, not the I'm not sh- not shitting on their generation because at, at the end of the day, I, I feel like they're the generation that is kind of reaping the benefits of all the strides that we took back in the day just to get to here I'm kind of jealous for real you know what I'm saying like (laughs) real jealous I'm like dude if I had these opportunities when I was growing up I would be a millionaire right now you know what I'm saying like cause the opportunities are endless and being young in it you're able to make some mistakes exactly and then get to that point where you're like I made that mistake when I was 15 16 years old you know what I'm saying you get 20 you killing them you like oh yeah but, right. I, i'm good
1: but you got to make that effort but you, you got to make, make that effort. initial yeah. effort yeah. you know and i think that's the part that that i worry about because i don't know how much time and effort they're putting into that but i'm i'm hopeful you know what i mean they were definitely cerebral in their thought process yeah, you know, nah, they, they're, they they're very intellectual you know what i
0: mean definitely opened my eyes to some things right and i was like wow these ladies are very very smart Right. They know what they're talking about. They know how to how to act. They know how to be themselves. But of course, everybody has demons. Nobody's right. perfect. Right. So you can talk that talk on anybody's podcast, but I'm right. not gonna believe everything <laughs> that you say. I know you got some demons and right. art. All of them got demons, All right. Telling you, that's
1: right. <laughs> which brings me to the second topic that came up in that conversation, which was relationships. Yeah, and this was a tough one to bite my tongue on. Yeah,
0: it was tough for me too. Man, I sit there like, because when when Izzy was explaining herself about her relationships, and I'm sitting here like, girl, you fell into the trap. You is <laughs> tripping, like, dude. You, but I mean, it. I, I can't. It happens. It happened to me. It happens like you get to that point where you have it all figured out and this is like like uh, your daughter was saying this is this is this was our dream school we wanted to be here you know what I'm saying and then all of a sudden she get into this relationship and now it's like I want to be home with my baby right
1: you gave up what girl Fuck him. Uh-oh. First curse word of the day, and it didn't come from hey, me. No.
0: I got to get it. I'm
1: giving them. We ain't cuss all last. The episode.
0: whole fucking episode. That was good. I was like, dang. Art Wing say a nigga or nothing,
1: huh? <laughs> what? Oh, we did good. We did real good. And, you know... I- I mean, I guess this one is for the parents. Right,
0: right. <laughs> 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 I mean, I'm just saying, right, no, I, you're, had you're, to, you're, I had you're, to hit it cuz at the time that's what I wanted to say like, "Girl, right. why would you even
1: Give think him, that, that was yeah. going to
0: work out so early in your life though? Like, this is the guy I'm going to marry. This is the guy I want to be with." Right. And it's like uh, who did yeah. tell Based you?
1: Based on what? <laughs> and, and and you know, I mean, let, me, let me let me let me let me throw my disclaimer in here. There's a lot of people that's been married since high school. Oh, I yeah. Know that. You know I, mean, I mean, I know it's it works. It's not impossible. It works. But it's a it's a gamble. Yeah, it works. It's a gamble. And it takes so much sacrifice and commitment from both parties. Yeah. And it was pretty obvious in her telling of that story that she was ready to make that sacrifice. Yeah. And she believed in him and making that sacrifice. But there was zero. There was almost zero reflection of an individual in him that was willing to make that sacrifice for her.
0: Even though he kind of gave her the idea of the whole situation, because he was like, he the one came up with this whole idea, and I bought into it.
1: Yeah, that means he spit that game. That
0: means he spit you, and you was like, yeah. he bought it. That was great. I I believe you. And he's older than me, so I'm really believing him. Like,
1: yeah, let's go. So ladies, just so you know, (laughs) young ladies... (laughs) We love you, Izzy. We're not talking about No, this you. ain't about you we right now. We love you. This, this is about you being victimized. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, ultimately, <laughs> that's what it boils down to. Because when it's all said and done, this is what I want. Every teenage girl still listening, getting past the couple of cuss words that they didn't heard so far. This is what I want you to understand. Men always have a mission when they're reaching out to y'all. yes. It might be a temporary mission, and it might be a long-term mission. And I'm not here to say that every man that talked to you is just trying to get in your pants. That's not the case. But you got to be able to determine what his mission is. And you got to hold him to the fire until he tells you the truth. And that means putting some things on pause. That means stalling him out. That means I don't care how nice he talks to you or how well he treats you or how good he makes you feel. Bro, what's your mission? Mm. What are you really trying to do here? Because if I can't define it and you can't prove it, then you can't have what you're asking for. Yeah, you got to give yourself that leverage. Yeah. Dave said all the time, the power's in the pussy, right? Yeah. And that's ultimately what he's suggesting because if that's what the man is chasing, you're going to find that out real quick. If he's chasing a long-term relationship, you're going to find that out real quick. And when they say the power is in the vagina or however you want to put it, that basically means if I say no and you say that's cool, I'm willing to wait, then you know that he's after something more than that. Yeah, hell yeah. But if it's you got to wait and it's why or what if I don't want to, then you better start questioning his motives. Yeah. You know what I mean? Don't give up on the idea of the relationship. Yeah. Just don't buy into everything you hear coming yeah. out of his mouth because nine times out of ten – the minute you bite that hook and that's all he wanted, he pulling you, you in know? and you just flapping on the sand.
0: <laughs> and, and, you know, it's way more men out. Here. It's way more women out here than men. Right. So we we basically being chased. Yeah. It used to be the other way around where we were chasing women and they were playing the hard to get role. Right. But now it's us. You know what I'm saying? Relationship or no relationship. Mm-hmm. It's a girl somewhere chasing somebody. You know what I'm saying? Right. And and that's because it's not enough of us out here. A lot of us is in jail. A right. lot of us is dead. dead. You yep. know what I'm saying? So when you think about the ratio, mm. you got to think about it like, dude, if he going at you like this and another girl who might be prettier than you come along
1: right.
0: and, ha- and show some type of interest in him. Right, Who's he, Who is he going to pick in a, a young mind? I'm exactly. not saying that an older Yeah, mind. Not
1: a grown man. Not a, not a man. man, man We're talking about young. We're talking about an 18-year-old that's just a horny little devil. You yeah. know what I mean? Jack. Like, rabbit. Just two. pump and go. Pump and go. This pump and bad go. chick
0: just said she want to suck my dick in the back. You know what I'm <laughs> Like, what? Oh, I'm going to get that. Right. As a at an 18-year-old, I'm yeah, going to get Yeah, you
1: just... It. And and, and and what he's basically trying to make sure y'all understand is, you know, and it's not to say that every woman is chasing. It's just to say that you've got fewer irons in the fire than we do. Yeah. And men, and I said this on a la- on an episode a few episodes ago, or on a, yeah, an episode a few episodes ago, we're not that hard to please. Mm-mm. You know, in a lot of cases, a man could care less what you look like. I'll just turn the lights off. Yeah. Ain't got to see you at all. Don't plan on calling you back. Going to do what I want to do. You're going to let me because nobody else is doing it or somebody else that's doing it actually cares about his girl. So he's not giving you that option. Mm -hmm. So you're just going to take whatever you can get out of a relationship. And that's what he's preying on. You got to be the one to say, I don't care if I got to wait. I'm going to wait before I succeed or succeed or, or what's the word I'm looking for? Um, submit. That's Mm -hmm. the word I'm looking for. Submit my womanhood to you for your pleasure when I get nothing out of it, but what, maybe, maybe I get lucky. Maybe I actually enjoy it because I might not. Yeah. Y'all are rolling the dice every single time y'all give that up. And again, that's if that's all he's looking for. Yeah. He might be looking for a relationship. And then this goes back to what we were talking about before as far as the baggage that guys have to put up with. Oh, I'm really looking for a relationship. Okay, great. I'm going to give her a shot. Okay, great. So she gives you a shot. Oh, she's taking too long to give it up. Go to the next one. Oh, she wants me to take her to the movies and I work that night. I'm going to go to the next one. Oh, she wants me to put a ring on it and she ain't even met, I ain't even met her mother yet. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go to the next one. Oh, she wanted, to, she wants me to replace my car so she looks better. You know what I mean? All of these things, all of this baggage, as men see it, that come with, you know, courting a certain woman. If I can get it easier somewhere else, then I'm taking the path of least resistance.
0: Yeah, least resistance. Right? That
1: don't mean you need to be softer or lighter or more forgiving in your pursuit of a man. That just means you need to be a little bit more selective about what kind of man you're chasing, Mm -hmm. because while there are fewer of us, there's still enough of us to go around around and there's enough good ones available. You Mm -hmm. just got to be patient enough in your pursuit of emotional connection to find the right guy and not just give up on that because, well, I'm getting impatient, I'm getting horny, I'm getting lonely, I'm getting whatever, so I'm going to just take what I can get my hands on until the right guy comes along. Yeah. And, and like then all that. of a sudden, because it only takes one time and you're pregnant. Yeah, once. It only takes one time and you got syphilis for the rest of your life. The rest of your life. It, you know what I mean? So every every roll of the dice for you is a gamble. Every roll of the dice for him is a gamble, but he may not give a shit.
0: Yeah.
1: You know what I mean? And you women, better give a shit. Women
0: is are emotional creatures, and as much as women are winning right now, mm-hmm. they're still emotional creatures. Mm-hmm. So therefore, regardless of all of what you see on TV, on Instagram, or all these girls having hot girl summers and having and doing this and doing that, at the end of the day, and, and I've seen it. Mm-hmm. I, it's been the million girls on my Instagram that's been out here last summer. I had a ball, right? This summer, they're pregnant, right? Exactly. They are they they they're, they big old bellies and everything, and I'm mm-hmm. like, dude, you had it like one of the, one of the chicks. She was a rapper. I mean, mm-hmm. She used to be on Instagram promoting her music, doing music videos. She traveling, and I'm like, Purpose. oh, good shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? She's pregnant mm. by who? Just I mean, whoever can get their hands on her at the time, right. because it was like, dude, you you put you around men all day. Right. And of course, you you gonna find a man that, a man that you you attracted to and, and right. have interest in, and the first thing they gonna do is put a bun in your oven,
1: right? And it's over with, right? Your life has you ain't changed even forever. N-
0: now your music career on hold, right? And then once you have this baby, who's to say you are gonna keep, still pursue it,
1: right? And again, you know I I, I can hear them already. Ain't no baby gonna stop me from being what I want to be. No, it's not. It shouldn't. And that's that's a burden that you've forced upon yourself for somebody who didn't really ever intend on being that part of your life yeah so take your time ladies i mean don't yeah. you know i don't care what it is you know i'm glad izzy got out of that relationship because apparently it wasn't working for her yeah she said her life has been better since he's yeah. been gone so that's a big plus that means she at least recognized at an early enough age that oh i almost made a mistake the kids to not make it again.
0: Yeah, and it was fresh too. So for her right. to be talking about it even on yeah. the pod, I kinda was like, ooh, this is two months, just a, two right. months ago. Females usually ain't over some stuff yet. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I thought she was gonna end up breaking down and crying after a
1: while. But she was
0: kinda over it though, like, you know what? I'm I'm in a better space. You know right. what I'm saying? And that's great. And that's what you want. You're gonna go through this, if not over more over times. Over. <laughs> right. You never even know. <laughs> right. You might find Prince Charming next time, but right. you might not though. Right. And you end up at the same story, like, yeah, I was in a relationship for another year right. and it didn't work out. I thought and, this was one. Right.
1: And, and don't give up on love. <laughs> yeah. I would never suggest that. No. Because that's a part of the human connection. Yeah. That's you, what we gotta to have that. Yeah. Right. We we die as a species if we don't learn how to connect and recreate. Just don't recreate with every fucking thing moving. You know what I mean? Because yeah. everybody ain't out for your best interest. Right. I mean, my mother used to tell me that all the time. Everybody ain't your friend.
0: Just had a conversation, though. Right. Because a lot of, uh, that's what's going on right now. Like, men don't, a lot of men don't conversate with women. Right. They, they conversate with you until they get what they want, and then it's over with. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But a relationship takes communication, though. Absolutely. Like, you have to talk. You have to kind of be there when they really need you even though you don't want to be there when they really need right. you cuz you might think it's very very stupid right.
1: but we're talking for the guys now. it's
0: just it's just what we have it's to part do part of the process we have to be there for women and and let them vent to us and be comfortable venting to us i had to tell my girl the other day cuz uh i don't know what she said she said something to me mm-hmm. and it was kind of I responded in a way I wouldn't respond usually.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And she looked at me with this look and I was like, you know what? I apologize. Mm. I just had to apologize to her. I was like, I apologize for triggering you and and being such uh doing so much things, so many things that it triggers certain things in you that you really know me that much to not respond to it. Mm-hmm. And I, it's a sincere apology, and it was coming from because I was listening to the uh, Breakfast Club, and he gave himself donkey of the day.
1: You know, what I'm saying like, he
0: gave himself Day. I like it. And I was listening. I'm on my way to Detroit, so I'm listening to him talking, mm-hmm. and I'm like, "Why would he give himself donkey of the day?" You know, mm-hmm. what I'm saying he's like, "I've done this a few times before, and I'm able to admit when I'm wrong when mm-hmm. I know I'm wrong." And he gave himself donkey of the day because of what had transpired with him and Kwame Brown and mm-hmm. and all that little situation. And he said that he he know his family and he got a lot of calls from his sisters and a lot of people because he brung up something in the past that they were trying to get past. Mm-hmm. And he brung it up on the show and he shouldn't have. Mm. So he kind of apologized for it. Like I really sincerely apologize for it. I went and talked to my therapist. I went and talked to a lot of people about this mm-hmm. because I need to. You need to own up to your wrongs, basically. Right. And when he said that, I was like, you know what? You're right because it's been a lot of things that I have said to my girlfriend that you wouldn't say to your girlfriend, right? Or anybody, basically. Right. But that's just the kind of relationship we always had. But and she let it go over her head in my eyes. Right. But in her eyes, it kind of stuck. You know what I'm saying? Still. Mm -hmm. Like, it's still there, but she accepts it because it's me. I'm an asshole. Let her tell it. I'm an asshole. (laughs) But I don't want to be known as an asshole in your life and you just accepting all that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want that to be what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I'm doing something wrong and I know you trying to live a life of, of great energy and Good chakras mm-hmm. and all this crazy stuff that they trying to do, right. and I'm sitting around here being an asshole, I probably won't be with you long. Because I've been saying some crazy shit out my mouth, though. <laughs> and it shouldn't be said. Dave will tell you. Right. It shouldn't be said. Oh, I
1: can imagine.
0: And she laughs at it and takes it, but at the end of the day, it's triggers for her. Because right. if I talk to her a certain type of way, and then she... Kind of gives me this, kind of look look yeah. like. I'm yeah. on that whatever. Shit. Right. Whatever. You know what I'm saying? I'd be like, "Dude, did I did I traumatize you with a lot of things that I said?"
1: Well, it takes a lot of humility to be able to say, "Oops, I shouldn't have done that." I shouldn't have did that. And you know, I know firsthand. I'm a I'm a proud individual, man. You know. Sometimes to a fault, because I'm real quick to say, I don't care if you liked it or not. You know what I mean? And that's something that when you're dealing with relationships, you really can't do. You can't do you that. You just can't do it. <laughs> I do it anyway. I do that But you shit can't do that. You know what I mean? Because it's like, you know, and sometimes they care so much, they love you so much, whatever phrase you want to use, they just tolerate they it. They tolerate it. And you say, okay, well you're gonna tolerate it, I'm gonna do it. And why should I change me? You don't seem to care, so I I don't care. You know, and you know that there's a there's an element of almost like exhaustion dealing with it after a while, and I think that's why so many relationships go south. After the fact, because it's like, I just I just can't fucking do it anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you're like, well, why didn't you say something before? You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because you don't want to necessarily give that up. Because one thing I will tell you, ladies, young ladies, especially, you know, if you really want to know how sincere a man is about being with you. He actually stays yeah. because if he had no interest in you, he would have dumped and run. You know what I mean? He's just gone. You know, once there's that investment, I would say in the general sense, he's he's investing in that relationship. Now, now at this point, it's just a matter of you sustaining that relationship. Mm -hmm. You've already got him. He said, look, I'm going to put a ring on it. I'm going to I'm going to call you my girlfriend. I mean, that's why it's so important when a man introduces you to his mother, he's basically saying, I'm I don't have to keep looking. Because if I wanted to keep looking, I never would have allowed you to take these extra steps in yeah, getting to know me. I wouldn't even me.
0: let you all the way in my life. Right, like I
1: that. won't let you in. I won't cry in front of you. I won't tell you certain things that you don't need to know. You will never know what bank I go to. You probably won't even know what car I actually drive or where I actually live at. We to meet at third spot, and that's what we go hook up. Let alone
0: know, know my real name because exactly shit, you may not know my real name, like right? Alias for a long time. I used right. to be like, why do all the girls call you Tony? Right, that is not your name, dude. <laughs> now, mind you, his name is Anthony.
1: Right, but nobody calls him Anthony.
0: No, right. nobody calls you Tony in the family. Nobody calls you Tony as friends. Mm-hmm. But these random girls call you Tony.
1: Well, that's how he know where you <laughs> know. Oh, she called me Tony. yeah. I, no, she wasn't the keeper.
0: Yeah, and it, it was it, that's just how he rode, though. But it, it, it's it's strange. But I think that girls. Ladies, young females, just don't rush into nothing. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, be out here, live your life, become successful. You know what I'm saying? Do what you got to do in life.
1: I'm glad you said that because I think that to tie these two things together, the first issue and the second issue, you can't have the right guy without becoming the right girl. right, exactly, And that has a lot to do with how you use this time. If you want to pursue the guy that's going to invest in you, you better invest in you Yourself, first. Yeah, yeah, And that goes back to not wasting this time because mommy and daddy aren't pushing me out the door. It don't matter. Because guess what that guy sees? A chick living with her mama. Mm-hmm. Or her daddy. Mm-hmm. So if she can't even get on her own two feet, don't expect me to put you on them. Yeah. You clearly got Issues being independent, being self sustaining, being you know successful on your own effort. So that means that you're just a run through at that point. There's where's the investment for me? What am I getting out of you if you haven't gotten anything out of yourself yet? Yeah, and I think that's the tie to those two things. That's why it has to be sequential. And I say it all the time can't nobody love you if you don't love yourself? Exactly, show that you love yourself, put some effort into yourself, put some put some sacrifice into yourself make yourself
0: as as intimidating as possible right. to talk to right cuz it's a lot of females in my days that I would have loved to kind of holler at, but they were so intimidating because mm-hmm. of how successful they were you know what I'm saying Exactly. Like the way they carried themselves you know what I'm saying like you couldn't you couldn't even open your mouth to say i want to take you
1: out right
0: Where would I take you with my twenty dollars?
1: Exactly. You don't want a twenty dollar deal. And
0: I know you got some money in your pocket,
1: right? And you know, it goes back to the whole Tyler Perry uh, movie style. You know, I I used to hate the way they treated or or portrayed Gabrielle Union in every movie. She was that one chick that was so untouchable. She was (laughs) she was evil because she was about her shit, and she was bitter because no matter what kind of man she pursued. He would never wanted to give her what she was worth, and guess what? I take her over any of them because mm-hmm. if she's nothing else, she's self-sustaining. Yeah. And I want somebody I don't have to carry every fucking. I don't hour have I go.
0: to. I don't have to do nothing but just be here for you and right. be the person that you need for right. that part of your life. I right. don't want to be the one having to run around and make sure everything is taken care of for you. You take care of yourself. If I wasn't here, that's why I do that to my girl all the time. I say, "Babe, you have to learn how to do these things." She'd be like, "Uh, "Can you measure that, dude? Can you get the measuring tape and measure it yourself?" (laughs) I need you. She's like, "I know how to do it. I just don't want to." Right. Well, I'm not about to hinder you and all your. (laughs) Go do what you got to do. You know what I'm saying? Right. I just need you. I, I want you to be able to be like, if I'm not here, you're able to do it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because
1: in a lot of cases. Shit happens, and we're talking about in our case, we're talking about black men. Yeah, and there's a lot of things trying to get us out of the home, off the streets,
0: yeah,
1: away from the family.
0: Yeah,
1: cops, gangs, drugs, circumstances, you know, even work. Work (laughs) Work can take you about your house. Take you (laughs) about your house all day (laughs) long. Like no, you ain't going home. And now am I not good enough as a partner because I'm at home? I mean, I'm at work when I would prefer to be at home and i should be at home are you going to say that i'm not doing my part because i'm not you know what i mean or can you just self-sustain long enough for me to come home
0: yeah come back to the house and be you know like what I mean? yeah I, I handled everything i took
1: care of it and guess yeah. what he gonna do he gonna praise
0: you and, and he gonna praise you and take care of you <laughs> all that hard work you put into probably every single last dime i going to you
1: Because guess what? You know, (laughs) one thing I will say is that a man will go to work and break his neck for 12, 14 straight hours. Mm -hmm. The last thing he want to come home to is a honey-do list. Yes. But if he can come home to a girl, I don't care if you didn't cook. Hey, what's for dinner? I didn't cook today. But because I took care of this, 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 and that. Well, shit. (laughs) I ain't got to worry about none of that now. What you want to eat. What you want to eat. I'll cook.
0: I'll cook i go order right. out. I'll do whatever right. you want me to I do. I was ready
1: to cut the grass and paint the basement because I figured you hadn't done it yet and you've been complaining about it, but you telling me you didn't got that all taken care of? Sit down. You ain't got to do nothing. I'm about to go get us some takeout. we about to sit here and watch Kung Fu flicks.
0: Shout out to my brother. My little brother, he, his wife, his wife works from home, mm-hmm. and he works at a hospital, so he's at work. Mm-hmm. So they got two kids together, so she's at home with the kids all the time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But when I say she... Gets out there and cuts the grass. Right. She gets out there and does the manliest things that you think that she wouldn't ever do.
1: Taking out the garbage and shit.
0: She handles that type right. of stuff. Even though my brother come home and build and do whatever he has to do, but right. she's doing her one, too. And I'll be like, yeah, shout out, sis, too. She be doing her That's thing. Yourself. And I'm like, dude, she does a lot to have these two and two little ones, too. Right. Two little ones. You at work most of the day. Then when you come home, you got to kind of take the kids off her hands so she can kind of get a little free time because she's there with them all day. Right. So, I mean, it's it's a big thing, but she's handling it. And I'm like, see, that's the type of stuff I wouldn't mind coming home to. You know what Absolutely. I'm saying? Absolutely. If, if, if just because you're a woman don't mean you can't cut the grass. Right. I'll show you the first day. Right. How to start it? How to put the gas in it? All that. Right. All you gotta do is just go out there and push it around.
1: Right, make the lines. See, make I, the I, lines. I ain't gonna lie, I'm particular about my grass.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah. She walked up. She, he he posted a right. video of her, and he was taping her. He was like, "Look at my wife." Mm. She had her little waist trainer on. She out there cutting the grass. She <laughs> dancing though while she cutting the grass though.
1: That's what's I'm up. I'm like.
0: Oh, uh, look at my little sister. She out there getting it, too. Getting it in. But, I mean, she like cutting the grass. Right. Like, they got a huge yard, so she just like cutting the grass. Like, let
1: me cut the grass. Right. And, you know, that's just, that's something she's taking on. That ain't necessarily what's needed. I ain't, that's not what's right. needed because he'll do it. Right. He'll do it. I mean, he'll do it all if he has yeah. to, but to not have to is the key. You know what I mean? And that's I think,
0: a woman that you want on your side right. at just, all times. You just
1: don't have to go that, go the whole mile. Yeah. You know what I mean? Forget the extra mile. I don't want to have to go the whole mile. You know what I mean? I want to do my part. I want her to do her part. And then we can do the next mile together. The
0: next mile together. You know what I
1: mean? And I think we're fortunate. You know, I, I, I couldn't deal with a lazy partner. You know, my wife, she does her part. You know what I mean? Regardless of what that part is. If it needs to be done, she's going to do it. Yeah. Laziness is the least of my concerns. Yeah. Y'all doing a you know whole I mean?
0: remodel right now. It's, and, done. And it's a double,
1: Almost done.
0: It's a double team. Let's go.
1: Right. And everybody got a role <laughs> to play in. it. I mean, it's almost done. It's taken a while. But that's because we both, you know, I'm trying to start a business. She's trying to do her job at the same time. We got these kids we got to take care of. Yeah. And we got a life we got to try to live at the same time. So, you know, I respect every sacrifice that we make individually and that we make for the good of the household. You know what I mean? So, you know, that, that always deserves this recognition. And that's something that I think we have to demand of each other. I'm not going to bend over backwards for you and you're not going to do everything for me. You know what I mean? And that's something that these young girls got to get into the habit of doing setting expectations and, and setting conditions. If you want, to be a part of my life you got to contribute man you can't just you know dump and run as i'm saying i mean dump as in dump and run you know what i mean i know no that's not how it works you go earn it just like anybody else just like you expect me to earn your paycheck you go earn this body Yeah. you know what i mean or whatever it is that you guys are are you know gifting each other as a as a as a thank you for the effort you put into the relationship and the life or whatever. Cause sometimes that's all a guy really needs. Just take the stress off my back. You know what yeah. I mean? I'll, I'll cut the grass. I'll cook the dinner. I'll give the kids yeah. baths. Just don't make me have to deal with your bullshit on top of all of that yeah. because that's where you lose me. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's where, cause you know, there's a lot of people out here that have great partners. They just have bad relationships. Yeah. Because outside of us being co-parents and being co-habitators and being co-homeowners, you're just a fucking headache of a person. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And guess what? That gets old. That it's gets old. old for us just like it gets old for y'all. You know what I mean? So there's more to it than just doing your part. You gotta be your part too. You
0: gotta be the part. Yeah. And it's 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 a whole thing you gotta play into. And Hell yeah. If if you if you're not ready for that life, don't get into that. Don't life.
1: get into it. You know and saying? if you're into it and it ain't working, make the changes,
0: make the changes, you or know, be have honest, that conversation. be honest
1: about where you're at yeah. and actually make the changes that it's going to take to keep that shit going. Or guess what? With or without your effort, it's going to come to an end Yeah. or something is going to be missing that you thought you had. And then you got to deal with that. So. I I mean, just it's accountability. It's accountability and vulnerability. Those are the two things you absolutely have to have in order for a relationship to work. You got to be accountable for your role and you got to be vulnerable enough to accept them in theirs. And if you do that, you'll be all right. And if you don't, you're going to create conflict. Um, One of the other things I really wanted to touch on was, you know, we talked a lot about social media with that, with the two girls last week and, I was super proud of how they handled that part of the conversation. They did a good job. They really did because, you know, we know that there's a lot of things happening in social media that's almost embarrassing. You know, we kind of touched on a TikTok thing. TikTok can be, you know, the devil's playground if you ain't careful. You know, Tumblr, TikTok, um, um, Snapchat. I mean, you can get the worst of the worst in these environments and it doesn't take that much it seems for guys to motivate these girls to basically flaunt and expose themselves in ways that they just flat out cannot undo, you know?
0: Yeah. Once it's out there, well, it's out there. It's,
1: it's like pissing in the ocean. You ain't scooping that shit back nah. up. You know, once it's out there, it's out there. It'll never not be out there It'll again. come
0: back up in your past. If you're young, it right. come back up in your past. Like, look, look at you were 16 years old and you was on tumblr with your booty out Mm -hmm. i seen it i i saved this picture
1: right it'll it'll come back to haunt you every time
0: you arguing with somebody and they be like girl i seen you on tumblr right and you be like "I, i ain't never i ain't been on tumblr in 10 years look at you
1: right i didn't post that it don't matter you sent you texted to your boyfriend and he sent 15 it. years ago, he sent it, and somehow it made it into the world wide web. And it's, guess what? He sent it once the world got it, you ain't getting it back. Dude. You, can't, you can't scrub the internet and the dark net and the back net and the undernet, you can't scrub it all.
0: That's that's something that you just can't change once you get in, once that internet gets hold to
1: you. The internet
0: is undefeated,
1: that's right, it is. A million and oh. yes,
0: a A trillion and oh,
1: <laughs> And growing every day. Dude. Right.
0: Nobody's beat the internet yet.
1: Right. And you're not going to. No. Nah. Because there's too many people fighting for it. There's too many people playing in it, and you can't stop them all. So nah. I was really proud of how they handled that element and some of the accountability they took on. Because we, you know, we brought up the whole idea of, hey, don't forget about the generation coming up behind you and how they're watching how you – Act in this yeah. realm, in this atmosphere, and at twenty, they are conscious of that. You know, there's a lot of people at sixteen that aren't, and unfortunately, there's a lot of people at thirty-six that aren't. That aren't right. You know what I mean? But at least they, those two individuals, I'm not talking for their whole generation. Those two individuals, at least, put it out there for their peers that hey, don't make dumb decisions. So yeah. I was super proud of them for that. Um, the one thing that we kind of talked about the last element was parental participation. Yeah, (laughs) that was fun to, to actually listen to them, especially Maya speak on what do you think we should be doing as it relates to you becoming an adult, you know, and I think, you know, again, they're both in privileged positions that they have parents that really care about them. And I think, you know, if I was gonna discuss any element of that discussion, it's the fact that they are fortunate that they have parents that actually care. Yeah. Because I feel like, unfortunately, there's too many people in that 15 to 21 range that are on their own or in foster care or in group homes or, you know, hope, crossing their fingers and hoping that their parents leave them alone long enough get out of the house you know I think about Imani's story and what she dealt with in that particular Mm -hmm. window you know I was I was super fortunate to have a mother that was always watching and always participating in that process and you know Imani had different struggles at that point in her life but you know I I wish I think the next time we do a girl session I'll have Imani on to talk to him. Yeah. She'll be hosting that'll, that episode. That'll be amazing. You know what I mean? Because I think the way, you know, I looked at it from a parent's perspective, from yeah. a man's perspective. Yeah. But I need them to communicate with,
0: a woman, with a
1: woman that's been through it.
0: Been through it and got Came to the promised out of land. it. Exactly.
1: Because <laughs> I think she puts a whole new spin on that yeah. whole topic. So. Yeah, I'm letting y'all know my thought process. Yeah. There's a few, th- and actually there's a few modifications, not to jump too far off the subject, but there are a few modifications that I think going to happen on the show. Um, you notice Alonzo wasn't on today, and that was primarily because I feel like Links Not Chains can really be its own show.
0: Yeah.
1: And there's so much content and so much you know, uh, uh, perspective that comes from that element that I don't want to clouded with a yeah, lot you don't of want guest to do speakers it, anymore
0: do, do it all the time and just be right there with it yeah, but yeah. you want it to be exposed and you want it a lot of people like that segment yeah and because they it's just giving them a a, a taste, platform yeah. a, a, it's giving them a platform and it's giving people from that from the outside a look inside mm-hmm. and if you ever was wondering mm-hmm. this is what it is
1: And I don't wanna I don't wanna overshadow his input with our everyday worldly topics. Yes. So from this point forward, a Links Not Chains episode hosted, co-hosted with Alonzo is really gonna be more so hosted by Alonzo. Yes. We're gonna give him the platform to speak on the issues that we bring up as they relate to that environment. But I think any guest from this point forward on the Links Not Chains episode should be his guest, not ours. Yes, we can come up with guests whenever we feel like it. Yeah, he's the one that's trying to connect us to his environment, and I think it's important that, you know, that we stick to what we say we're going to do. Give those guys a platform, not just him, but that entire community a platform to speak up. That
0: episode that he had all those guys on—that was a great episode.
1: It was one of the most listened to. And I was like,
0: wow, he gave them guys. So I, I'm pretty sure they went back to their pod and was like, "Man, I had the best day ever today." Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I was on a podcast,
1: right? I mean,
0: the people out there heard me,
1: right? It's like <laughs> they're not in jail for that, just for that 20, minute, thirty, yeah. sixty minutes, yeah. whatever it is. So, we want to we want to give them as much opportunity to do that as we can. So that's a big part of what yeah, uh, great. a change that I think we're going to have to make. For the sake of both communities because mm-hmm. like you said we're not doing our guys justice if they don't get a full perspective of what's going on in yeah. there and Lazo don't necessarily need to spend all that time and effort trying to make sense of what we're talking about when he can't really participate in right. it right you know, he's like been he's
0: been down for 25 years Almost ain't 26, too much yeah. ain't too much he can really be just talking about with us about what's going on not out, out, out here. here right you know what i'm saying i mean he can give his perspective on it and that's great Right. Just to have that conversation. But let's talk about what's going on with you. In
1: there, exactly. And you know, this is us trying to be, you know, humble in in our approach. You know, obviously there's a lot of things we could be doing, but we gotta we gotta participate in a way that I think is most beneficial to everybody involved. Yeah. So I wanna I wanna give him that platform unrestricted, unfiltered, and uninterrupted. So that's gonna be a small modification we're going to make moving forward and I think it's going to make a big impact.
0: Yeah, I think that's a good good idea.
1: Yeah, I like it. So yeah, so you know, just to wrap up the whole discussion, sorry ladies, but uh you know, as as detached as you think your parents should be, what you're going to come to find out is that you're going to always reach back into that bag. You know, I'm There's... 42 and I still call my mama for guidance. Yeah. You know, I'm still looking for her input on certain aspects of my development. And while you may not need it, you don't want to shun it. You don't want to separate it. You know, I had a conversation with somebody earlier today in a counseling session basically about, you know, the role that her father plays in her life simply because he would prefer to not necessarily be an important part of her life. And she's like, you know, screw him. I'm okay with that. I'm like, you're okay with that now. Yeah. there's going to come a point in time when you're going to need answers that only he can give you. Now you don't have to pursue him to be a part of your life and you don't have to accept the things about him that, you know, are unacceptable, but don't break that connection. Yeah.
0: But I think I, a lot of, a lot of people, a lot of kids, a lot of grown-ups, just like Maya was saying, she said that even though you and her mom played a big part in her life, she had all these other figures in Absolutely. her life you know what i'm saying which were very positive figures her friends families and they all kind of gave
1: developed. her
0: and uh, a different type of development
1: mm-hmm.
0: and that's great but ain't nothing like your own though that's right you know what i'm saying so regardless i i it's been times it's been millions of times in my young life i done went over some of my friends house and be like i wish i lived like y'all live here right House clean, y'all got both parents. It's just a great environment. Right. My my house ain't like that. I got right. I'm single family home, dude. I, I mean single yeah single parent home. I'm 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 going home just to my mama and my brothers and sisters. Right. You know what I'm saying. I got to deal with a whole bunch of stuff when I get home, but when I'm here, it's like this whole family thing, and it's easy to get caught up in that. Right. But love yours
1: exactly. You know what Whatever I- it is. Whatever J. Cole it is. said it better right. That's
0: Love yours dude
1: Whatever it is just, <laughs> You know you gotta make the most of your situation And don't take your shortcomings As defaults Or as flaws In your development Because guess what There's a lot of people that wish they could have what you had Yeah. You know what I mean You may not have that two parent household You may not have that massive color TV Or steak and lobster on the table but Man y'all got love you know it's loving I mean? there. That's that's more valuable than anything a parent can buy. And if you don't have that from a parent like this situation, she don't she feel like she don't have that. And based on the story she told, she really don't. And that's unfortunate. Not from that part of her family, not from that particular parent. But she mm-hmm. got it at home. So you that's what you gotta lean on. You, you know, don't on, yeah. don't cloud your life and your visuals with this distortion that you want your father to be just let your mother be what you need you know what i mean and she's embraced that you know but she does it with a little resentment towards him and i'm like you you can hold on to that as long as you want to that's a lot of energy
0: yeah it's gonna take a
1: lot of energy to keep going back to how much he let you down as opposed to just Focusing on how much she picks you up and finding other people that pick you up. You know what I mean? Put your energy into actually replacing that feeling of a complete circle.
0: Yeah, I did that with my pops too, though, because my pops wasn't around when I was younger. I mean, he was in and out. I knew my pops. My pops always been around, but not with my mom. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, it was like, dude, as I got older, it was like, I understand. Do whatever you doing because I'm grown now and I understand Mm -hmm. your point of view. You had a lot of child support to pay. You had all these kids with my mom and and she put you on child support. So now you just working and your checks ain't as big as they supposed to be because you paying all this child support. Mm -hmm. I understand your resentment from that. You know what Mm I'm saying? You mad at my mom. You kind of like I ain't doing nothing for them kids other than what I'm doing now, which is, Giving them half my goddamn paycheck, you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> I understood that, right. but now that he's older, my my pops what sixty one now. So mm-hmm. now that he's older, he's kind of like trying to get every all his he's trying to get his kids to kind of like be around him a little bit more because mm-hmm. he's older. But it's like, pop, you wasn't you can care less what we was doing all these years. You know what right. I'm saying? Now that I'm grown and I'm trying to do things for myself and I'm trying to get myself into another space where I'm successful, you expect me to stop everything I'm doing and just be like, come and, you know what I'm saying? Play I, family. I, I wanna yeah. I want to, you need to call me more. Right. I've never called you ever, Pop. Mm-hmm. And you call me every now and then and don't really talk about nothing. Yeah. So why would I start doing that now mm-hmm. just because you want that now? So, you know, it... it, it
1: it's one of those weird dynamics man because we talked about that being this individual during this conversation we were having you know you know i had a lot of reason to resent my father you know same situation i grew up in a one-parent household and while he was present and he even you know supported our development not to the degree that i as a child needed but Partially to the partially degree that my there, mother, as a parent, needed, therefore, you know,
0: graduation or two.
1: Yeah, he paid <sighs> his little child support. He did, you know, he did what the law forced him to do, but he didn't go above and beyond. You know what I mean? But if my mother called on him, he would respond. But if I called on him, he was nowhere to be found. You know what I mean? So it created a lot of animosity for the better part of my life. You know what I mean? But like I told her, you know. When things are supposed to happen, they happen organically. You don't have to ask for them to happen, mm-hmm. you know. And I was okay with my father being whoever he was going to be. And my father got sick pretty pretty early in my life, mm-hmm. you know. And it's like, well, that's just problem, not mine, you know what I mean. And he kind of suffered through that. And he suffered through that for over a decade, you know what I mean. And then one day he was just like, hey, I need to talk to you. I'm like, all right, you're my father, and, you know. Not going to I I couldn't call him dad. You know what I mean. I never felt that, but we had this conversation, man, and it was like me and Rob both. We were both there, and we just kind of let him talk. You know what I mean. And it it shed a lot of light on our past, and it wasn't so much a matter of trying to make amends. I don't think. I think for him, it was just, you know, I know that my sickness is eventually going to take over me, but I owe you this explanation. And that was the right time for me to get it, because I know if he had given it to me five years earlier, ten years earlier, I would have been angry and frustrated, and And I I wouldn't have paid no attention to him. But here I am now, married. This is yeah, married, um, dealing with my own issues, understanding the relationship he had with my mother. Because I know who my mother is, no. you know what I mean. I can, I can, I can foresee why he reacted the way he did to their relation. So it's like I know, I get it, but that don't stop you from being a parent. No, you know what I mean. So it wasn't a justification; it was just an understanding, and it. But it changed our relationship, and it allowed me to, you know, put certain elements of our relationship behind me, and just try to bridge that gap. And it gave us time to get a little bit closer, and to you know, to resolve some frustrations. And before I knew it, he was dead. You know what I mean? It was like that you're okay. You did what you needed to do. Now your time is up. You know what I mean? And I, and I think about that process, like, man, if any aspect of that happened differently, I would not be who I am. Mm -hmm. There were questions that I could not get answers to that. I wasn't prepared to get answers to Earlier in my yeah, life well, and if I yeah. would have asked him when I was 22 25 years old, I never would have rec- received those answers and he probably never would have gave them to me. but at 35 36 you know 32 33 years old, when I finally got the chance to ask him those questions, the answers just made sense yeah, yeah. you know what I mean so now I get it now I can appreciate you know the effort he did make because again, as a child, You know, you weren't there enough. I don't care how much you were there. As a parent dealing with the same situation with my firstborn, you were there enough, whether I want to accept that or not. Right. You know what I mean? But now I can see that in my adulthood. I can see that. And now I can have a a, a vulnerable conversation with you without feeling like I've, you know, offended anybody. Yeah. You know, because I felt like I can't talk to you. Not the way you treated my mother, not the way you weren't there for her when you, she needed you to be. I can't I can't have a relationship with you, but it just made sense eventually. Yeah, that makes sense. What I
0: mean? and, and as you get older, everything makes sense. Right. And, and it is what it is.
1: But um, but it's important not to sever those opportunities. It's never because different. when you cut somebody off and say, never will I ever allow you to talk to me, I hate you go away. And it's like, oh, you, you just shortchanged yourself. I don't care what that situation was. You just shortchanged yourself. So I guess I say all that to say, like I said in the episode, you know, you may not need your parents to help you get to a certain point, but don't, let, don't not let them be there for you. Yeah. Don't cut them off to the point where you can't reach back to them when you need to. Because just like you can say, I don't need you, they can say, I don't want to be bothered with you. And guess what you created that they didn't you know what i mean and now you got to deal with an absence that you can't necessarily make sense of and your parent will never push you away to the point where they're not going to be there when i shouldn't say never your parents rarely cut you off because that's you are our investment into life Mm -hmm. i mean life as life not not my life not your life but society i've i've contributed to society by making you a human and i want to see that become something sometimes sometimes parents don't give a shit and they completely disappear but any parent that at least gives you their name that at least knows your name that at least tries to at least keep track of your development they may not be the greatest but at least they're present they're there or they at least care enough to make sure that when you call, they answer. Even if you don't like what they say, they could have just not answered the phone. You know what I mean? It's the little shit you gotta just feed off of. Yeah. But don't don't invest so much time and energy into it that you lose sight of what you're trying to accomplish as an individual.
0: It's a it's a it's one of them things that you just gotta always. You only get one parent, mm-hmm. dad, mama. I mean, and if they're here. Love them while they're here, though Regardless right. of what's going on, I mean, I know some some people might say, "Well, our relationship is not mendable," right. and I, depending on the situation, Maybe I can, understand. I probably can understand that. Right. But at least try. You know what I'm saying? To well, to to have that closure in your life with or let parents. it happen or le- or even if they reach out let it happen. Just She's let not- it happen. You know what yeah. I mean? Don't just be like, uh, I mean that's I, yeah. what you
1: I've already made the decision that you're not worth my effort. So don't make the effort. But if they make it, don't yeah, tell them to yeah. stop. You know what I mean?
0: Em- embrace that because it love. might
1: actually fix the problem. It might fix Because the like I told her, there're going to be questions that only he can answer. There's going to be elements of your character that only he can make sense of. And if you don't allow that to happen, then there's parts of you that you'll never understand. Yeah, You know what and I mean? And that's
0: why I'm getting there with my pops now. It's like, I don't know his life. Yeah. I really don't know my pops, like, his life, period. Mm. I just know from the time he was, was around me when I was young. Right. But as I be around my older cousins who was here before me, right. and they tell me stories about my pops and my uncles, right. my, my 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 auntie's husband's. Right. And they all ran together. It's like, really? Yeah. I never knew that story. Had no idea, right. You know what I'm saying? Like crazy shit. And you be like, he's like, Yeah, I remember this, that, this, then that, the third, like and my pop sitting there like, Yeah, we did that. Well, you ain't never had that conversation with me. Right. But I was kind of shielded as a young, young kid. My mom right. didn't explain a lot of things to me and my father definitely went. my mama was definitely telling my father to keep a lot of things that he did secretly for me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't want my kids involved in none of that. Right. But his nephews, they knew all about it. So if I talk to my cousins, they telling me stories like your father was a bull. (laughs) Like really?
1: (laughs) For real? I didn't know that. And you, you would love to know that stuff. But that, that opportunity just... just
0: but it, it, it goes to show up. about yeah. the type of person I am, though. Right. I'm that same person, it though. It makes sense. And it makes sense, like, damn, I'm my I'm daddy for real. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I had
1: <laughs> no idea, but it, now I can... You know, now I get why I... Like, know, why I think do, the way I think. Do things the do things, way I do Do things, I do them, things. Right.
0: And it's like... And he kept everything kind of copacetic and secret, and it wasn't really like he was just out here, out here in the streets, but he right. was in the streets. Right. And you be like... Oh shit. Wow, that was mm-hmm. pops. right
1: mm-hmm. Now that's why I am the and that's the thing, you know and that's what I was trying to explain. you know there's just certain aspects of your character that will not make sense until you actually understand where you came from, where you came from. And that information may not come from you and it may not even come from him. you know he might be dead and gone. You might be sitting having a conversation with, with his sister. Else. And then it's like, ah, oh, I had no idea. Well, now nah, I get why. Nah, I get. I, you know why I wipe my ass that way, or why I, you know, I, I chew on this side. Of, you know, what I mean? I know whatever. Every, I happen. know all
0: the reasons why. Why I'm, when it comes to my mom, right. I've been around her all my life. Right. I know all everything that I do that she do. I know why, cause it's because of her. Mm-hmm. I blame her for cause I'm why I'm fat. I'd be like, Mom, <laughs> you the reason why I'm fat. <laughs> and she be like, What? Because she used to always tell me stories about when I was younger. And she'd be like, yeah, I used to used to always cry a lot. So I used to just put a bottle in your mouth. And if I if I set some food in front of you, you would be quiet. Mm. I was like, Ma, so you just fed me to death when I was younger? <laughs> that was the only way to keep you quiet.
1: You're right. Crying. Wow, so I'm fat
0: because of you, huh? <laughs> wow. Uh,
1: that's funny. <laughs> yeah, that's funny.
0: But I love her, though.
1: <laughs> well, of course. Your the shit, man. <laughs> and you ain't fat.
0: I mean, I'm just saying. Though, I've, always, I've always been a big guy. I have never <laughs> right. been small. Right. So, and I know why is because my mom always fed me good. That's a good thing because mm-hmm. some people don't got nothing to eat mm-hmm. when they kids. But I always had something to eat. And right. She always had food in front of me. <laughs> yeah,
1: and just so y'all know, Boosie, ain't, I'ma slap him and run, and he won't chase me fat. Boosie, more like,
0: oh no, I'm athletically.
1: Fat. I don't, I don't want to get hit by that big motherfucker yeah. fat, as yeah. he put
0: it. Yeah, I. I <laughs> <laughs> I'm a I'm a I'm a I ain't even a football player, I'm a basketball player, but I'm a big basketball player. Yeah, yeah. Big baby. What was his name? <laughs> yeah, uh, big baby or yeah. What's the one dude, earthquake, earthquake. whatever whatever he, the <laughs> and one player, he right. huge, but he huge, was a dude. baller
1: though. Right. Yeah, man. Hey, so I uh I appreciate y'all taking the time to listen to our recap of episode yeah. number what was that 15 16
0: 16 that was 16 yeah and I, I love the girls man they they definitely came and showed they showed out yeah they did they they, they contributed
1: some content that i really think was valuable they to gave us show. an
0: insight on that young young but kind of like trying to figure it out you know yeah. what i'm saying and it's like oh okay
1: and that's just something that our generation needs to hear from yeah. them. We can make it up all day long. Yeah. I could talk about why I think all day long, but who cares what yeah. I gotta think? You
0: got to bridge the gap. You yeah. got to make sure that y'all understand each, side, each other's side before you start judging. Right. You know what I'm saying?
1: And that's I exactly. understand
0: y'all's side now, so, so I won't you. judge. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I will not judge. I will just say my little two cents and sip my little tea.
1: Right. <laughs> and just so y'all know, I, I have a pretty good uh, understanding of what the next episode is going to be about. Like I said, whenever I can, I'll let you know. You know, I got some, uh, I got some really good friends that have had some, some different experiences than myself. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk to a couple guys next week that uh, live that military life. Yeah. And I'm really uh, intrigued by some of the experiences that they had in the military and what they faced when they got back home. And yeah. these are guys from the same neighborhood I grew up in that left the same streets, the same schools that I left, went left when I went right, and now we're going to come back next week and just talk about how those uh, different paths. I can't right wait to listen. Line. Yeah, real good people. I'll man. be here, yeah. though, but I can't wait to listen. <laughs> so I appreciate you all again. Uh, be sure to tune in next week. This is AG's Convos,
0: and we out. AG's Convos, we gon' show you how the world goes. AG's Convos, we gon' show you how the world goes.